All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Brent Wallace alongside Jason York, Bobby Ryan, as this show is always presented by Botano. Uh, gentlemen, it is day 682 of the Ottawa Senator sale. Uh, we'll <laughs> get to that later. Uh, but first, it's the summer. Uh, and you two both enjoy getting out and swinging the clubs around. Did you watch the Canadian Open yesterday, Yorkie? Bits and pieces. Saw I uh, saw the end, but not as busy. I was on the course yesterday. Okay. So had my, All had my I care about is the ending, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a little bit. I didn't find the production great. <laughs> You're already but... negative. Can you just say congrats to Nick Taylor? <laughs> oh, I was. Cool. Hey, listen. Well, yeah, eagle to to win it, right? So, oh, you know, and like a fifty foot eagle, like yeah, like pretty good pretty... putt. But um, I can only speak for myself, but I didn't really weigh in on this until I had no clue that he was Canadian until after all of it, and then Adam Hadwin got absolutely buried. <laughs> I know, that was great, wasn't it? <laughs> so stop this crazy fam. I... I want to know this guy so bad because he got fucking hammered. He just he, he was trying so hard, um, doing the spray thing or whatever. But that that security card is going to go down in history. That's for sure. <laughs> so, uh, and Gavin, if you can roll in the video, I, I think we have it. Is you got it? Uh, like Adam Hadwin, who, by the way, those who don't know, <laughs> fellow golfer is Canadian. Just comes out to throw the champagne on. This is huge. Like the first time in sixty nine years, I think it is that Canadians won. The National yeah. Open, he's storming. Everybody, all the Canadian golfers are storming and then crushed. crushed. So I will <laughs> like to point out in typical Canadian fashion, he did apologize to the security guard. Come on. Really? Did yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I thought it was? Did you know what? When you look at it, when you look at it at a at a at a quick glimpse, I thought it was Darcy Tucker. It c- kind of looks at like him with the beard, right? I was a little a worried distance. about whiplash here. I was I was I was a touch worried about whiplash. He had to go in for concussion protocol. Look at the, mean, look at look him, at look, the, at the, uh, look at him. Look at the wingspan <laughs> on that security guard. By the way, man, I wouldn't want to get tackled by this guy. <laughs> oh God! He, no, but the, so there's one picture I think. 
it could be this one. You see, there's Nick Taylor and his caddy. They're just celebrating like the life. Of, Adam's yeah. just trying to survive the next two seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Look at by the way, hug, they're hugging it out on the left side, and yeah. then he's just getting buried on the right. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so by the it way, makes me so happy. Those still pictures taken by Andre Ringette, uh, who you guys know very well, the Sens photographer uh, for years. Uh, he was the official photographer for the Canadian Open, so I just wanted to give props because these pictures are phenomenal. I just the whole thing to me is it almost seems typically Canadian that, that the security people aren't prepared for someone to be storming the greens and then go, all go, hell breaks go, loose. Go back to that picture for a sec. Go back to it for a sec. Do we? Can you throw that up there again? Look at the two guys behind Hadwin just laughing their asses off, watching him about <laughs> to get buried. <laughs> he's, he's gonna he's gonna hear about this all year from the rest of the guys on the tour. Dude, he's gonna he's gonna hear about this for the rest of his life, Yorkie. There's oh. no <laughs> if you check Twitter, all the guys, Mackenzie Hughes, all these Canadian golfers are just giving it to him. They're all like, Don't just an update, he's okay, he's fine, he's breathing. Yeah, they're all over him. His, his wife, wife is even tweeting. His wife, about it. Yeah. She, yeah. His wife was like, Hey, he's back in the land of the living or whatever, but uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Amazing. Oh, I love it. It was oh, so good because Jim Nance is going, uh, I think it's Nance who says, well, they're celebrating. And then uh, Adam Hadwin just got tackled by the official <laughs> or by the security guy. But there's no video of it at the time. I'm like, show me the video. <laughs> so good. Do we have the, the putter flip, Gavin? This, by the way, will become, I think, an iconic photo. Another Andre Ringette picture, by the way. But when you think Very of good. like the Jose Batista bat flip, this one uh, is right up there, right? Like that becomes an iconic picture without question. So I I can only preface this by saying that um, I, I, I told you guys I gave 19 strokes, right? <laughs> this you remember, guess, right? Wait, wait, wait yeah, set, up, yeah. set up the story. Set the table. Set the table here, Bob. I, gave, I love this. I, 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 so I had to give somebody 19 strokes and then it, it was what it was. Anyway, we play a par three. It's 145 yards and I'm having to give a stroke. He hit a pitching wedge, absolutely perfect. And the moment he hit the wedge, he he, he tossed it to me. I, I wasn't even I wasn't even mad. I, like I I caught his wedge because he so, threw it at me. So it this was absolutely perfect. Yeah. So, so you okay. got beat by a 19 handicap that fires an 82. Do you know what the odds of that 84, are? 84. 84 and i'm sure it was every shot i'm just having a great day it's one of those days i'm never usually this good he made he made 20 footers <laughs> everywhere and just yeah but he basically said the same thing he's like i i've never had a day like this i go yeah but you haven't <laughs> is there a chance he may have lied about his handicap just a touch yeah okay. was he, just was a touch. He, so just bob a touch. was this was your member guest right so he was the guest obviously he was the uh, member member, so yeah. Member, oh, so he's a he's member a, there. Yeah. yeah, and I I've never met him, um, but I can't. He shot eighty four with nineteen strokes. Like, what do you? <laughs> There's just no way around beating that. <laughs> like you can see, like a nineteen handicap and competition golf. Like a nineties, a ninety ninety two is a pretty good day because you're playing it where it lies. You're yeah, like, but an eighty-four. <laughs> Hopefully, you didn't lose that much money. Just a couple of bucks. I have just a I couple bucks ah, before we drop, we drop in the bucket. Before we move on <laughs> to uh, hockey chatter, can yeah, I just ask you guys hockey. your thoughts? Um, uh, I think it was the second playoff hole. Uh, Fleetwood puts it into the stands, mm -hmm. and he doesn't get a penalty. He just gets a drop. That's how it works. Well, you get to, yeah. I understand that's how it works. It just seems like he he crushed that ball so far right and got basically a gift. Free drop. I would get an 82 line, right? if I could shoot with grandstands at every hole. Yeah. Easy. Not You see the size of the rough out there? <laughs> you missed the fairway by a couple inches. You can't even see your ball. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't like the rule. I know it's a, it's a, what are you going to do? It's, it's, it is, the cup out uh, it's, yeah, it is what it is. But usually when you're, when, when you miss a green like that and you're, 
Like it's still pretty tough to get up and down on those courses when you miss to the, to the right or left of those yeah. holes. It's it just the way it is. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I don't like it. Okay. Uh, we're moving on. Um, Sens fans, I think right now feel a little bit like Adam Hadwin with the Sens sale. <laughs> <laughs> like every time they turn around, there's another crushing blow to this thing. It's yeah. become an absolute disaster. And finally, I think if if everything that we're hearing is now f- factual. This all goes back to the feet of the board members and the Melnick Doddards of how badly this has been handled. And it's, uh, it's without question a gong show. Um, I'm glad now that the league has, well, it appears they finally stepped in and went, enough is enough. Get the sale done. See, the, the uh, one thing, though, the, the one thing I know people are blaming the, the daughters. They've hired a firm, we all know this, that's representing them. So, like, they're, they're, they're big time. They're like real estate brokers for professional sports franchises. That's what they do. Like they did this. Right. I think they sold the Yankees, a couple other, the Mets. So they're calling the shots. And yeah, like that's, I think. But that's not how it works, Yorkie. You, listen, well, you know the real estate then? market. And yeah. you guys know player agents. The agent only works on your behalf. They do yes. what you ultimately but, tell them but, to do. But you're paying them, you're paying them millions for of advice. dollars in, in fees and you're, you're basically putting your your faith because they know what they're doing. At the end of the day, like, I, 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 yeah, this has dragged on far too long. It's gonna get done soon. Also, too, I don't think the NHL wants to announce this during the playoffs. I think they want to keep the focus on the series, on the Vegas, Florida you, series. Yeah, I, I just, to, I never. You have to. Yeah, I never saw them announcing this during the playoffs. So wait a second. You think this is gonna overshadow the Stanley Cup final? I don't think it's going to overshadow it. No, but I just think they want to keep all, they, they never like to do big announcements during the finals. And I'm not so, saying it's, I'm not saying it's done or anything, but I'm not surprised by the timing. It should have, it was either going to get done before or after. Now we're in the well, camp of after. I just hope it gets done before the draft. We've seen trades happen. We've seen GMs yeah. quit, go to another organization. New GM gets hired. Like, We've seen lots of moving around stuff. We've seen coaches get hired or at least rumored to be. There's lots yeah, of stories. Let's I just not, don't, like, nobody gives just, a shit outside of Ottawa who's going to buy the Ottawa Senators. Uh, well, when you had Ryan Reynolds involved. And, like, yes, this but you is, don't this, now because you messed it up. Exactly. Well. I'm, I'm angry about I, this. Also, too, let's not forget the NCC plays a big part in this. <laughs> like, they play, like, like. Not necessarily, this, though. Uh, over years of dealing with the city and, and, and I, I'm sure once people got under the hood and they said, Whoa, like, right. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, it's a lot yeah. easier to get re- buildings done in different parts. Ottawa is a very difficult community to deal with. So the, the, the great thing is like, let's just put it this way. If Michael Andlauer does indeed get the team, which it's looking like he's going to get it. It's going to be great because this guy is buying everyone that's reported on it knows this. He is buying it for the number one reason of wanting to win. And we've said this since day one. So if he's the guy that gets it, it's going to be because end of the day, it's still about hockey. It's about winning. And in this and in the market of Ottawa, you have to win. If, if you want fans, you have to win. Once the new rink is built, everyone's going to come for a while, but then the new toy shiny object thing wears off. And then it's about having ownership. That's going to put, that's going to be about winning first, not about real estate, not about making movies, not about all that other stuff about winning. So I think, I think people's patience is going to get rewarded in the end because if Michael Adlauer is indeed going to be the new owner, I think it's going to be tremendous for the city, for the hockey team and for eventually getting a Stanley cup here. I, let me put it to you this way, Yorkie. I don't know how much more of a factor the NCC is because I think, I, I think as you know, people are going to go away from the NCC. I think the NCC has played this way over the top, and now a rink is going to go somewhere in Ottawa that's not called the Breton Flats. I don't know about that yet. I think it's any, any negotiation, like you, you, you think it's over, you think there's no hope, and all of a sudden – like this is a this is a billion dollar negotiation, so it's it's going to get testy. There's going to be ups and downs, and we'll see. I just I think people forget too when you're building something like this. Yes, the hockey is important, yeah. but 
there's only 41 home dates. You, you have to put this in a place where you are going to become a major player in the events business. You're not, you're not going to be an afterthought when a big market comes, hey, we're going to do Montreal, we're going to do Toronto. Ottawa's got to become a tour stop for all these major players. And by doing that, you got to, you got to put this facility in the place where you're going to get those big acts coming to Ottawa. Cause that, that's where the money is. It's, it's those other dates throughout the year where you're selling that building out for major venues. Anyway, back to your point. I don't believe it's the GSP. That's the problem. The partners, I believe it's the board members who's Sheldon Plenner and Eugene Melnick were yeah, very I, tight. I'm and, just guessing and the daughters. I like, it sounds like every time there's a negotiation factor, they're yeah. coming back asking for something else. And the latest was Ast- Apostopolis pulled out because yeah, that's too bad. The, the daughters said allegedly that they wanted a one year out clause if they wanted to sell their 10% that Apostopolis would take it or find someone who would. Whoa. And so therefore going in, you have to factor that into your dollar amount because you've got to raise it in a year. Um, yeah. These people are billionaires for a reason. If they don't like the deal, they will walk away. And that's exactly what we're seeing. Yeah, that's too bad. I heard they had a great presentation. I was talking to some people when they spoke to the city, like just like they were legit. And, and that's yeah. unfortunate because that uh, everything I heard about about that family was was awesome. Well, we will never know. But I, it's fun. Like now we're starting to see that it's not like people got very upset with Ryan Reynolds. They got yeah. very upset with the groups. I don't think it's the groups that are the problem here. And so from that, hopefully no. we get this sorted out and soon. Yeah. No, I'm with you. So, uh, we, we can and, do this again next year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it again on Thursday. Is, um, yeah. <laughs> part of, the, so this whole shamazzle is affecting shem- the on ice. Shem- shamazzle. Yeah, that's right. That's how angry I am right now. It's now a shamazzle. What is, define a shamazzle. What is we a shamazzle? No word for it, but now it's what is that, Wally? It's Just make that up. No. No, shemazzle. you're even older than I am. You should know shamazzles. 1950s term. Yes. Leave it to Beaver. Yes. Um, it affects the on-ice product. It affects maybe Alex Debrinkit. I'll oh, just stop me. it. Stop it with that wall right there. Like, just stop <laughs> it. Hang on. The show is over. That's a, load of sh- that's a load of shit. That's got nothing. Walk away. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not basing who I'm signing on. Basically, the, like, oh, God. Just, Hold on. That's no. That's a nice little excuse. I, I, listen, I just, can I get to my point? My point is, if, if it's true, Alex is saying as a soft out, well, I'm waiting for the ownership and see who that's going to be. <laughs> I don't. Be- I just think that that is an excuse or just a way to push this little off to the side. I don't think he wants to sign. I don't have any reason to think one way or another. I just get a feeling, and so now we look to move him. But that doesn't. I don't think that that's a problem. I don't know why Sens fans are so wound up about Alex to bring it. I don't think you win the Stanley Cup based on whether or not he's in your lineup or not. Oh, Wally, yeah. just hammering, just hammering to break it right off the start of the show. No, right. no. Oh, my God. I can't You're not winning the Stanley Cup with to break it on your team. Yeah, my God. I, no, that's not what I said. Strong opinions. I said, I don't think it makes a difference if he's on your roster or not to win the Stanley Cup. He's not an impact player, was what you're saying. I think you can find a better player All right. uh, to put in that okay. spot. I think you can find two at four, four at four million bucks a pop. <laughs> you can find like, you can find two pretty quickly. So, so just <laughs> let me point out know. to you, fine gentlemen, as Bobby, you you're a thirty goal scorer. The percentage of goal breakdowns in Ottawa this year, top six forwards, and I put Shane Pinto in that group, and not Josh Norris. They scored 68.7% of the goals. The rest of the forwards scored 19.7%. 51 goals from every other player not in the top six. Mm-hmm. It's not, by the way, uh, sixth best season they had offensively in franchise history, 259 goals. It didn't get you a playoff spot. What gets you a playoff spot is stopping the puck, and they were 22nd in goals against average. Uh, sorry, that was their 22nd best season 
in goals against average at 329. My point is Alex DeBrinkett doesn't factor in. That's all I'm saying is you need to fix the rest of it. You need a different player to put in your top six who's like another Brady Kachuk. Like Nick Paul. Nick Paul would be great there. Mm. <laughs> Pretty good player. Um, wouldn't you? But you know what, though? You have to factor in the amount of power play time that those guys are getting too. Okay. Fair like, enough. Right. So your top six are getting the most power play time, right? Um, and, and some of your best guys are scoring their like, – how many, how, like, what are we looking at here? How okay. many um, how many goals did Tim Stutzel have last year on the power play? Uh, 21. I'll tell you in a second. Yeah. It's a lot, right? So you have to you have to factor in your best players are playing power play. But that's not the but that's not the point, Bobby. Um, just before I still answer factors. your question, yeah, he had ten goals on the power play. And then Drake probably seven and or Drake eight. Led or the team. Drake led the team in power play goals. I think I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drake had fourteen. Debrinket had eleven. Brady had eleven. Tim Stutzel had okay. 10 and yeah. closure room had seven. Okay. But Bobby, if I go back yeah. to the top two teams in the Stanley cup final, the Vegas golden Knights and Florida Panthers, those two teams didn't have like Vegas had one 30 goal scorer on their, uh, or none. They had no 30 goal scorers on their roster this season and only four, I think, or three. Uh, can you put the board back up Gavin? I think three 20 goal scorers. Yeah. The, my point is, you don't need to have a bunch of 25, 30 goal scores. You just need to be able to spread it around. When you look at the, um, I think, uh, sorry, excuse me. I think Vegas had 12, 10 goal scores. Ottawa had eight. <clears throat> Vegas, yeah. or sorry, Florida and Vegas both had 12, 10 goal scores. They were able to spread it around. You don't have to be front end loaded. You need the bottom six guys to deliver some kind of offensive spark. Yeah. I, like this is if what you're gonna, and if you're going to lose Alex to just one more point. Yeah. Uh, Josh Norris is going back in the lineup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Th that's maybe 35 goals again. I don't know, but, but he could like, he can fill that offensive void left by Alex to If this is what you need, if, 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 if you're going to be a team that's going to have some success in the postseason, you need a, you need a good third line. If, if you look at the playoffs yeah. historically, it's the third line that is your most important line because that's the good teams have depth. They've got a third line that goes out there and they can produce, but more importantly, they're hard guys to play against. That's to me, that's yeah. what the Ottawa senators are missing. They've got a bunch of younger guys, maybe who knows, maybe Castlewick can turn into a real good NHL player. But beyond that, there, there's just not enough depth on those third and fourth line positions. There's too much of a drop off. That's, and that's my point. Yeah, and that's that's how you win. And you look at Vegas, you see they're four lines deep. Like no, there's that that team's an anomaly. There's just not that many teams that are that deep. But yeah. it's just the playoffs are so long, they're so grueling. Uh, we know Ottawa has to get there first, and a yeah. guy like Debrinket helps you get there for sure. But once the playoffs start, it's about depth and having guys that are hard to play against every single year. It's not going to unless they start changing how they officiate the playoffs, which they're not, and what it takes to win in the playoffs, Ottawa's got to become a tougher team to play against. So by having six or seven guys that primarily are goal scorers, that's not going to help you win in the playoffs. What's going to help you win in the playoffs is exactly the point you're trying to make, Wally, is depth. So how do you get depth? Well, you get depth by not paying a single player $8 million, and you spread that out throughout your lineup. And that's it's pretty. Yeah. It's it's not it's not as tough for people to come comprehend as as it should be. Well, Ottawa has true. enough. Yeah. Ottawa <laughs> has enough. Ottawa has enough star power and star yeah. power that's young. That's the right. crazy. That's the crazy thing about this argument. They've got Kachuk. They've got Stitzler. They've got Batherson. They've got Norris. They've got Pinto. They've got yeah. their experience. They have enough eight million dollar players. They've got enough. Like, they need, how they many, need a couple how, four. <laughs> how many do you need? And these so, guys and these these guys aren't on the back nine of their career. They've got Giroux, who's older, but that's yeah. your that's your older leader guy you have too. So what they need, they need is good, hard, 
guys that can play and have some skill. And the best thing about those guys are you don't have to pay them nine million. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. So just a, yeah, a couple quick uh, bucks and then call it even. <laughs> let me uh, add a little salt to the wound for you. Is Michael Amadio, who was basically given up here in Ottawa. He played five games, I think it was. Uh, is on the third line in Vegas right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just thought I'd throw that out there. Is um, who is your third line in Ottawa next year then? And and there's a lot of people that think Ridley Gregg is going to move into that left wing spot with Pinto say, and yeah. Joseph. Yeah. I, so uh, for those who like Ridley Gregg had nine points in 20 games last season, two goals, seven assists. Uh, he's going to turn 21 here in August. We all know what he brings, but is he good enough to be a regular in that third line spot? Yorkie? From what I've seen so far, he needs to have a really, really big summer. He needs to put on some, some mass, some size. Yeah. He needs to start making way better decisions on the ice. He takes way too many penalties, 200 feet from his own net. Um, he plays hard, which you love. You don't want to take that out of his game. But I think that was the theme on uh, on Ridley Gregg. Uh, I remember we when we had Troy Mann on the show, he said the same thing. Troy said he needs to put on. He actually called it. He's like, he needs to get bigger. He's The way he plays, he's going to get hurt. And, and sure enough, he got hurt. So he it all depends on his summer because a lot can change yeah. from, from uh, April to July with a young player. So if he comes in, and is stronger, faster, all those good things. Can he? I, I would prefer to see him start in a fourth-line role, um, maybe start him on the wing to start. But I liked him. There's a lot there. But I, I need to see what he looks like in camp before, yeah. uh, before, before you make that decision. But for sure, I think he's going to be a player, and I think he's going to be a third-line player. But I just uh, think his, right. his, summer, his summer is vital. Dude, I, he's got some bite, too. I like Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. I like all that. Right. Um, that's your guy but probably a year away from being the guy. And I, I tend to agree with you, but okay. So the other guy that doesn't get talked about a lot and kind of gets lost and people had high hopes was Parker Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He missed the final 16 games with a broken kneecap Uh, before that. So he sat out nine games was his healthy scratch comes back for one in that game, suffers a broken kneecap, misses the final 16 Mm -hmm. games. So he played one of the last 26 games. He's got a one-way contract next year, uh, seven hundred seventy-five thousand. He gets paid. I think his cap hits like seven sixty-two. Uh, where does he fit in? Is he a fourth-line guy? Is he the third-line guy? They signed this Yuri Schmeckel guy uh, from the Czech Republic. He's six-four, two twenty-three, twenty-six years old. I'm wondering if he fills that third-line spot. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, I don't know. What do you think, Yerky? I mean, 
He's coming from the Olympic size ice. What I, I check check yeah. Republic League. They're playing on big yeah. ice, right? It's yep. yeah. That's going to be a big transition for him right away. Like things are going to speed up for him in a hurry. I don't know. I don't know much about him. I I, I would put Parker None of those Kelly. Guys are ever good enough? Honestly. It's just it's a crapshoot. I Parker Kelly has the upper hand because he has some experience. And to answer your question, he's a fourth line guy. He's not a third line guy. Parker Kelly is a a guy that can play six to eight minutes and you can get lots out of them. Like I remember some games last year, we were talking about him. This guy friggin' he competes, yeah. he competes, he blocks shots. He'll throw his he face in front of a puck. So yeah. it's unfortunate he got hurt. I would have liked to have seen him play some more because I liked, he does everything you want for a fourth line guy. And the price is right too, right? Seven seventy five. Like that's pretty good when you got a guy. And so I would give him the upper hand, uh, if I was looking at a guy and one way contract, all that thing, especially if, if, if DJ Smith's back as the coach, he likes Parker Kelly a lot. Like that's, does, yeah. And yeah, I think most, agree with that. Most, yeah. most, most coaches would, most coaches do like guys like that because they don't cheat the game. They give you everything they got. Yeah. But it, does he have enough to give you? I just said, well, what, what it, more do you want? I was going to say, if you're going to, if you're going to plug him in at four and four and, and give him six to eight minutes. Yes. Exactly. Right. I need somebody. I need someone to score goals is what this. (laughs) It's not going to be Parker Kelly. (laughs) Well, so that's my point. (laughs) By the way, um, (laughs) Schmeckel played uh, Sweden last year, uh, the last two years, last three years. He's played in the Swedish league, uh, Liga two years. And then um, the Swedish hockey league last year, 23 goals, 43 points in 49 games. Um, And the year before they had 25 goals. He can put up numbers. Yeah. So number one, play the, the number one, he, number one, he's not going to get a sniff on the power play with Ottawa's group of players. So those free cookies he's getting on the power play, uh, goodbye to those. So it's, it is, it is, it is so tough to come in. Hey, I got 25 goals. Well, guess what? Now you're not on the power play. You need to hit everything that moves out there. You need to block shots and don't get scored on. So, yeah. but yeah, and just don't be a minus. But the point is, he can get around the ice and he can score. He's got hands. Uh, we'll see. We'll see, man. It's tough. The game, the game, the game plays with your head. You come over. There's like ten guys fighting you tooth and nail for that last spot on the team. It all depends on how much. I'll use one of your 1950s terms, Wallace. I think it's Darren. How much gumption does he have in the goal? Oh, got yes. how much? How much gumption or intestinal fortitude? It's not you're gonna come to camp and it's it's not gonna be like having cake and coffee over in the overseas leagues. It's like, like you got sorry, that's the Swiss league. We'll see. I, I've never seen the kid play, so I have no I've have no idea what he is like as a player. All I can tell you is Parker Kelly will eat his head off before he gives his job away. <laughs> we got to stop assaulting this guy. We have no clue if he's good. I have no clue. <laughs> Maybe he's a player. Who knows? He could, he could be a player. Yeah. He's probably not. Um, it doesn't matter because the Sens are going to bring in Scott Lawton from the Philadelphia Flyers. If you've uh, seen the rumors. About trade, eh? So, I'm not giving up a first round pick for him. I can tell you that Uh, he's got three years left at $3 million includes this year. Uh, He did play power play penalty kill career highs, 18 goals, uh, career high in points. He played two years for DJ uh, in junior. I I would trade for him. Absolutely. But I'm not ever giving up a high first round pick for him. It makes no sense. No, that's a third round pick. <laughs> well, but that's what no. <laughs> but that's what Philadelphia wants. Would you? I I'm not doing Phil- it. Just Philadelphia me, is but... in no position. They're in no position to be demanding first round picks. There, like nobody's well, paying it for a third. He's turning thirty. Yeah. No, you're not giving up a first rounder. Come on. No, like, he's a good and he's a good NHL player, like a really good NHL yeah. solid. Probably be great in the playoffs. But that's more of a maybe a late second, third round, because that's usually the price tag, right? Maybe part of a package deal. You get him in a package deal. He comes in and be a real nice addition to your to your bottom six. That's that's where you see it fits, like a great bottom six player. But 
you're not giving up a first round pick for a bottom six player. You're just not. You're giving up a first round pick if you are whatever a team that's on the verge of possibly winning a Stanley Cup and you give up that pick at the yeah trade, trade deadline trade deadline. But, but like not yeah. now. Yeah, no, God, just, no. I, like I like Scott Lawton. There's no chance I'm giving up a first. What did what did what did the Sens get for Connor Brown when they traded him? Second, second. I got a second round pick. Who's a better player? Oh, I'd have Con- I I it's wish the Connor close. Brown thing didn't happen, but well, yeah, like there, yeah. and that's at, and that's at the trade deadline, right? So a second round. No, pick he was for- off season. Okay, second say? round. Mid-summer, they got rid of him just before Claude because he wore the same number. Yeah, like that, like that. That just makes no sense. You're going to only get a second round for Connor Brown, and you're going to give a first round. No, come on. Okay, what are we talking about here? I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just trying to help. By the way, that report uh, that Scott Lawton, the, the Sens were interested, it came up with Elliot Friedman. Uh, I want to go back to to Brinket for a sec because, well, it's fun. Is um, according to Debrink, uh, sorry to Elliot Friedman again. Debrinket had a list of teams he has submitted. Detroit, uh, obviously hometown boy. Mm-hmm. Vegas, Florida, Dallas, and Nashville uh, as some of them. My guess it's is a Vegas. Place with no taxes, eh? See, that's <laughs> exactly where <laughs> I was going. every single one. Every yeah. single Dallas on like, there. So <laughs> is the tax rate in Nashville very good? It's obviously, awesome. you move. Why do you out? think Bob lives there? Yeah, it's a, it's the, it's you know a dummy. <laughs> so Vegas, Florida, Nashville are all low taxes, and then I don't know about Texas. Bob, I got when I got traded. Tax rate. An- when I Is got it, traded, okay. when I got traded from Anaheim to Nashville, it was like the best Christmas present ever. Like it was it, yeah. 20 percent raise right off the bat. I got, yeah, I got traded from Anaheim to ottawa and lost money yes <laughs> like, you did yeah yeah i had no clue well, Zero so idea. when mike hoffman got traded he goes to san jose san jose right and then they oh, yeah. flip him very quickly to florida and he actually made money because now he goes from he high taxes in california yeah, it's yeah a, i think it, yeah. it was a couple hundred grand that he saved by going to florida by being tra- traded it's it's a couple hundred grand every day now honestly it's it's a lot of money so that's why those destinations are the ones so yeah yeah, so who's on the list again wally it's it's uh, detroit yeah detroit yeah vegas florida dallas nashville i think he's from farmington so he's right around the corner from yes you know yeah i i think the detroit like we, we we said this two months ago i think the detroit option makes a lot of sense um, yeah. yeah, familiarity. Player wants to go there. Lots of assets that Ottawa could use. Ottawa could really use like this. Just in a first round pick in this draft. Like you get one of Detroit's first round picks, you're going to get a really good player eventually. Yeah, you should. This is a deep draft. That would be the team I would be trying to deal with. Multiple first round picks. They got some nice prospects over there as well. You could but probably they, wheel a pretty good deal with Detroit, and, and they would want a guy like Debrinka because he's young. He could build sure. with their core, and they they've always loved skill guys that are puck possession guys. They've always played that style of game. Yeah, uh, agreed. Um, but the argument is, and so I, this is I need to flesh this one out. People say, "Oh, you can't trade within the division." I believe that ship is long over. Like that sailed a long time ago. Mm-hmm. We now see them have like. Look at the yeah. monster deal that Toronto and Ottawa pull off with Dion Phaneuf, the captain being yeah. traded to the Ottawa Senators. But there was a few that just happened this year. I, I believe Carolina was one. I, there was a couple deals like, well, trades look, get made within the divisions now. It's not that big a deal anymore. What if, what, like, it really the, Matt, isn't, no. the Matt Murray trade, what if by chance Murray went on to lead the Toronto Maple Leafs to the Stanley Cup? Like, the Ottawa basically get, like, didn't happen. We but, knew that wasn't going to happen, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to forget that one. <laughs> yeah, we knew that wasn't going to be the case. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. They make the trade. Dubas gets a, still gets a great job in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Just a seven-year contract. Um. <laughs> so, no, no, I didn't make that trade. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. Oh, okay. we, yeah. just, we just put to bed this. You can't trade within the division anymore. Uh, what Boston uh, pick up Tyler Bertuzzi from Detroit? I think that was another one I was thinking oh, of. Nice, right? They 
they it just it's not a big deal. Yeah. It really isn't. No, no, it's not. It's I, I don't think people worry about it. Do you? Well, fans do. Like, yeah, fans do, but not. I mean, ultimately, if you're making the move that makes sense for your organization, it doesn't matter, right? Exactly. That's, that's, that's all right. that matters. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you don't um, want Alex it or Player A on your roster, you just want to find the best replacement you can to put on your roster. Exactly. So yeah. if you think Alex yeah. to is going to factor in beating you four times a year and it's going to affect your playoff positioning, then you should probably hold on to him. If you think he's would, that good. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would right? agree with that. Yeah. So yeah. you just move him to get however it helps to make your team better. But uh, we'll move on. Because <laughs> you two are just cranky today. Uh, I'm in a great mood. I'm in an awesome mood. Oh, yeah? Well, I had to set my alarm for 5.50 just to talk to you two. Oh, so. we, he, <laughs> so. he wants employee of the week again this week. Yorkie. That's it. That's all, that's all yeah. I'm trying to get, man. Yorkie, when you tell us this, the deal is done, I will give you employee of the year, okay? Okay. I'll make some calls today. Um, <laughs> I want to do a pick one since we're all fired up at the oh, moment. Oh, I love this. Uh, so you get obviously three choices. Um, a little bit of debate in the last one which I, I like. People thought that we absolutely all agreed to pick a different player. That wasn't that was, the case. But that was like a fluffy question. You, you couldn't lose. I, I saw your question today. This one, will, this one will bring out some anger in some people. But, but my, no, but my point was, if you could only pick one, those are the three, like that's the three hardest people you could pick to pick one. Yeah, but, but you couldn't go wrong with most of them. Well, that's not the point, Yorkie. Well, watch. You just tell, tell get to this question. And, all right, here we go. And, and Time for the pick- difference. And I made a fancy new arts and craft graphic for everybody. Uh, here we go. Pick one. So, Bobby, we're going to start with you first. You could pick okay. either Josh Norris, Drake Batherson, or Thomas Shabbat. You only get one. Oh, it actually is pretty tough. You get a second oh, oh. line. Well, you get a first line center and a 35 goal score. You get a top flight winger uh, who's yeah. got some grit, great hands. And you've got basically your number one D you've had for the last seven years on your roster or eight, I should say. So if I'm picking one of these guys, I have to pick them for the, the entire career, like, like right across the board. No, it's uh, yeah. What, All I'm saying is you get to pick one of those players that you've seen play to start your new franchise with. Oh, Thomas Shabbat. Not even close. Interesting. Yeah, not even close. Hold on, you just you just changed the question. If if I'm to pick one of these guys to stay on my Ottawa Senators team right now, the way it sits, that's really the question, isn't it? No, I just want you to pick one of these players out of the three that you get to build your team around. Okay. Well, if I was okay, so if I was picking one to keep on the current roster the way it sits, <laughs> I would have taken Batherson. Really? Because his salary, all those things. I, I think when I watched sure. Batherson, when I watched Batherson play this year at the most vital and important time of the year, when Ottawa needed to win, when a couple of players, up. he showed up yeah. and on that Western road trip, all those games, he was Ottawa's one of Ottawa's best players. I just, he, he showed me a lot then. And uh, then you, you factor in the contract, you factor in that he's just an absolute lad as well. Like, come yeah. on, <laughs> like this guy in the, in the locker room, his dad's a beauty, um, maritime <laughs> guy. But if you're saying one player to start my franchise with, and I'm taking away salary cap, I'm taking Thomas Shabbat because he's a, he's a, he's a unbelievable defenseman. People can say what they want about the season he had, but it's tough to find these types of defensemen that can transport the puck like he can, that control the game. Yeah. So starting over, I'm taking Shabbat. Current Senators makeup as a roster, I'm taking I'm taking the Drake. You, you don't get to just make up however you want it to go. <laughs> well, it was pretty sake. simple. It was just it was simple. I'm not trying to make it any more difficult. We're not splitting the atom, Yorkie. So it's funny to, or it's interesting to hear both of you. And I will say like, I've never heard a former player, current player, broadcaster, anybody involved in the game, not want Thomas Shabbat on their team. Yet he gets hammered all the time, mercilessly about the way he plays. I too, out of those three, am taking Thomas Shabbat. And I think 
Yeah, he is without question a, a dominant player that we continue to dump on. And I, I don't understand. Like, yeah, has he struggled? Sure. Name me one player on that roster that didn't struggle this year at times. You can Norris. Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> if you touch the puck. <laughs> well played. Yeah, good point. Yeah. If you uh, touch the puck as much as Thomas Shabbat, you make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. I love Norris too, by the way. I just, I'm two shoulders. I'm a little concerned. Hopefully he yeah, gets the back health, to okay. The health isn't part of it. We're tearing down a guy that's been playing 20 minutes since he was 19 years old. And now he's playing 25. It's just, it's, it's, he's a, he's a top 10 defenseman in the league. He's I just your guy. don't know if one team that wouldn't <laughs> want him on their roster. That's, There's not a team in the world that would not want top of Shabbat. There's no way. That's what makes right? me laugh is right. As former players, the Yorkie, you're the defenseman, Bobby, you played with Thomas. You're the forward taking the puck. I think, I think we know I think how this well is, he can play. I think this is people what people need to understand about playing the defense in the NHL. A lot of guys just get the puck and things come at you so quick. You just, you throw it up the board so quickly or most teams now post their wingers up high at the far blue line. If you watch Radko Gudas play, for example, just he, just go, he just goes it. back and <laughs> just, just every chance. <laughs> it is a slap shot pass to the far forward and the forward me, <laughs> just does chips it and into the zone, and off they go on the forecheck. So if you're on the ice when Gudis is on the ice, you know two things are going to happen. Number one, he's going to try and destroy a guy with a hit, and number two, you're probably not going to get a great outlet pass. <laughs> so when you watch when you watch Shabbat play, like he makes the game look easy. He goes back, and he, he'll effortlessly skate the puck out of the zone, and nobody will notice that because he, it's just come to be expected. And then maybe late later in that game, oh, he turns one over. Well, when you when you do like thirty you have the breakout, that much, yeah, it's true. Like, look at the best players in the games; they always lead the uh, the team in giveaways. Usually, it's just the way it works. Yeah. But Shabbat did have a down. Shabbat, to me, like I'm not going to say he wasn't his best this year, but I'm yeah. still taking him. I'm still taking him. Yeah, uh, gentlemen, I need to apologize as we have uh, failed to read our uh, sponsors for today. Oh, geez. <laughs> so um, without further ado, before we get into uh, your story about little John, which I'm hoping you remember. Um, you, at least you're laughing. OK, I'm hoping you remember. It. All right. Uh, this story, uh, this show. Uh, do, you, do you remember the little John thing? Yep. OK, good. Uh, this this show, Gavin, fire up the Botano. There we go. God, I need to get this thing on track. Uh, coming in hot, proudly presented <laughs> by Botano. Go to botano.ca, download the app. The award-winning app is state-of-the-art, fastest, most user-friendly, and advanced betting app for all your mobile or tablet needs. Uh, have the amazing world of sports always with you at Botano. Don't forget, game four of the Stanley Cup final coming up. Uh, place your bets, as always, so you can maybe – or sorry, game five. Uh, we may see the Stanley Cup be presented. Uh, hundreds of betting options for events and try same game parlays with BetBuilder. Uh, Botano, the game starts now. Uh, Bobby, it's early for you. Is this so me? You, yeah. So I have the easy one. As always, our show held together very loosely by Renfrew Pro, which is the original hockey tape. Um, we talk about this every time, but there is a major, major um, reason to love it. It's hand terrible. <laughs> it's moisture. It's moisture resistant. It helps with puck control. It's along the green core. You can find them in all the um, all available major retailers, and then as well as RenfrewPro.com. Feel the game. Renfrew Pro. Tag your teammates. Unlimited entries, and then share to your story for ten bonus entries for free tape writing. Do you not think that it's? By the way, we're getting to be on a sec. Do you not think perhaps it is uh, the fact that it's very good? for controlling the puck is perhaps the most important part as opposed to the hand terrible part. Second most important part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ready to go yeah, I'm coming Yorkie. Uh, for 35 years, BEI has built its reputation on providing great service with unmatched quality of work. 
the team at BEI is putting forth the same commitment into building your new home. Escape the city and the big city price tags. Relocate to the home of your dreams in the Ren subdivision, a project by BEI Homes, just an hour west of Canada. You could sit alongside and be neighbors with Bobby, who has 19 homes at this point. It's walking distance <laughs> to Muskrat Lake. Detached homes with 70-foot frontage with water and sewer. There are also semi-detached homes with plenty of affordable <laughs> options. Many options and floor plans to choose from with prices starting low as 500000 Trust a quality builder with seven-year home tarian warranty uh, for peace of mind. Uh, BonishYourHomes.com. And finally, thank God I had one this morning. Uh, this show energized by Athletic Greens. Do you want a simple, easy way to take care of your body? Let me tell you about AG1 by Athletic Greens. It's the answer. Maybe you're like me. You've seen the AG1 ads and wondered what it was like. Well, uh, even Schwartzy at the gym is drinking it, by the way. Uh, so I've been taking it for a few weeks, and honestly, it's fantastic. makes me feel good. It eliminates taking multiple vitamins, and it tastes great. Plus, it supports my immune system. Uh, 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals. Listen, if you want some and you uh, your first purchase, you'll get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. Uh, go to athleticgreens.com slash coming in hot. There. Uh, I appreciate you standing by. Very nice. You yeah. look healthier, Wally. You look better. Yeah. You got a little glow on. Hey, by the way, yesterday was the furthest I've run on my treadmill since I bought it uh, in 2021. Oh, good for you. On the old hamster wheel. I I was running in Washington on a 5K, but it was too slow, and I had to finish the race, so I ended up running 8K. I walked oh, the golf course. Really? I walked the golf course yesterday. That was my workout. I walked the golf course, he said. <laughs> uh, okay, get two last things. Bobby, I uh, walked the golf course. Someone... That's tough. There's a lot of hills at the Royal Ottawa. Like it's, uh, <laughs> Thanks for I, inviting yeah. me, Yorkie. Oh, you'll come. I put the, you, you put the old Apple Watch on golf mode. It's 1,500 calories, fellas. Jeez. Good, good, wow. good walk. Good, good walk will do you some good. All right. Okay. Uh, someone called me the other day and said, listen, you've got to ask Bobby because a little John being at the Stanley Cup final, he's everywhere. And they said, all I could think of every time I see little John is basically about Randy Carlisle. So I'm hoping you remember this story. Uh, Bobby, can you tell me what little John means to you? Uh <laughs> It doesn't, doesn't mean much to me. I got to be honest with you. We, we were, and this is way back when, um, he walked, I'll, I'll never forget it because he actually walked into the locker room and told Randy to stop being a dick to everybody else. And then basically said, turn down for, turn down for nothing. Like, like we, I don't know how to describe it, but he basically made fun of Randy right in front of all of us. And it was one of the best <laughs> stories I've ever seen. So this is uh, little John you know, making fun of Randy. Walked right in, made fun of Randy, and we all sat there. And like I, I was in my, I think third year, so I didn't really have a choice to like, you know, I didn't really get in the mix or whatever. But I'll, I'll never forget that when he looked at Randy and goes, "Stopping a loser." <laughs> 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 and then Randy Carlyle looked at him, and goes, "Fuck you!" Like it was, it was this little give and take. It was incredible. It was incredible. Uh, that's awesome. So, but I, I, I like entire, um, you know, preface with little John was I like him a lot. He's a, he's a really nice person. Really, really nice person. Was he ever back in the room? No, Randy never let him back in. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. And then I got, I, I mean, I got traded too or whatever, but I, I would, yeah, no, Randy so, was not having him back in. <laughs> like not even close. Quit being a loser. <laughs> so I'm quit told being, that you, the, you guys kept, you guys kept playing the song "Turn Down for What" all the time afterwards. Like you, you know, like um, Gloria for the blue or whatever. Yeah. That was our song. We played "Turn Down oh. for What" when we lost. It didn't matter. We put it on just to piss Randy off. You should have. You should have had. You should have <laughs> had. Just before the six o'clock coaches meeting, before Randy comes in, you should have just cranked Tom Petty, even the losers. <laughs> just hammered it. Uh, okay. Uh, last topic before we go for the day is I don't want to fight with you guys anymore. So we're going to go to the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League where they have 
yes. banned fighting for the most part, right? It, um, anybody who fights will be issued a game misconduct and suspended for a game for each subsequent fight. Um, Bobby, I'm going to start with you. Your reaction to banning it in in the Quebec League and ultimately will this play out in all of junior hockey? Is it time to stop fighting in junior hockey? Trying to, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to diplomatically say this, um, but no, you should not. And I'm a, tra- I'm a traditionalist. I, I, I think there's a place for it in the game. I think you're ruining the game, taking it away in any aspect. And, and that's just me saying that I, because I have, I have so much respect for the guys that fought. You know, York, York you played. I mean, you, mm-hmm. so, so did you, right? Like, I have so much respect for the, the guys that made their career. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. Yeah. It's not time to move. It, you don't move on from the fighting. You just don't. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think it's not, it's not like they're banning it because yeah. you get, you just get kicked out of the game. And then I you think get they'll a, still, I, then you I miss another game. That's only, yeah. so, I, game and a half. So in, in, in the league I coached here in the CCHL, the Central Junior League here, if you fight, you're kicked out of the game. But if you fight in the last 10 minutes, you're out for the next game. Are they adopting that rule? Is that what they're going to do? I didn't, no. I didn't read. No, no. You fight, so, you're out, no. and you get another one-game suspension. Ooh, I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that. Well, Okay, so hold on, on then. Let me All right, put it to you this way. Mark Borowiecki was a pretty good fighter in the NHL. Brady Kachuk, he can hold his own. They Mm -hmm. played college hockey where there's no fighting and they wear masks, Mm -hmm. cages. Do you really need to have a 16-year-old getting his face pushed in in junior hockey? No, and in the OHL too, because I watched the OHL extensively when my son was there. Mm -hmm. There's like an unwritten rule where 20-year-olds don't fight 16-year-olds. It rarely happens. Here's the problem. It's 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 because of, I believe, in the Quebec League, it's coming down to they're afraid of lawsuits. They're afraid of eventually yeah. what could happen if you get that scenario where a kid gets beat up and something seriously happens because at the end of the day, it's going to look at the NHL and look what happened to all the, you know, all the, the, the former tough guys that passed yep. away. There's obviously something there. There's obviously something there. That's just, it can't be that much of a coincidence that this many former tough guys have passed away. So there's obviously something there. Um, It's just such, it's, I'm with Bobby um, because I'm the same. Just was with Jim Jim Kite the other day. And Jim Kite uh, was a tough guy, uh, played a long time. And I have so much respect for those guys. They're the best teammates. They're the best guys. They, um, they are. Yeah. They're the best guys. And and uh, Denny Vl, great friend of mine. Times were different back then, though. Like that. So the, the game has fighting, changed. Fighting is on its own, kind of disappearing. Yeah. It's it's less frequently. When it happens, it's the thing they have to get out of the game. Number one, fights after clean hits premeditated fights and if you're gonna keep in the fights that just kind of happen throughout a game where it's all of a sudden two guys just fight because they've just had enough yeah Um, and those that's but it's just man it's it's because of lawsuits it's because that's the big reason why it's happening in the quebec league um and i don't want to see it to your point wally i don't want to see a 16 year old kid get beat up like i I can't sit there in the stands and, and 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 cheer for that i understand that it's just such a it's it's such a tough question. I I didn't mind what they had in my league where yeah we still had fights and then last ten minutes you're kicked out for the next game. So we'll see we'll see if it gets dirtier in the Quebec League. Is there going to be more high sticks all that stuff? But, so why is it that you don't hear in the NCAA we need to put in fighting? It's just a, it's a crazy league. It's out of control. You don't hear anything about it. The NCAA um, produces quality talent, high end skill. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. So the argument think, that we need to have it well, because it controls the game is farcical to me. I yeah. actually, I, I think it controls the game at our level, at our level. So I, and I'm, so the NHL, so, 
as much yeah. as I'd like to see it banned, I understand it. And so I'm yeah. okay with it being there. If yeah. it, if it's for the, like the open ice hit where you take a guy's knee out because you've been really dirty and stuck your knee out. Like, yes, I understand that stuff. Yes. I don't, I, I was never a big stage fighter guy. I just, the issue of seeing somebody get concussed or whatever just doesn't sit well with me. You know but, what, though, Wally, but I get I, it at the NHL. I just think in the college level and between 16 and 20, there shouldn't yeah. be fighting. I don't want to see kids be, have their face rearranged over something stupid. So they're still all, developing. We all yeah. say this all the time, and I, and I just caught myself saying it too that we don't like staged fighting. Yet, if you go back into the period of time when when Probert and Domi were having those fights. Like, come on, who, who didn't like that? You were, you were like, going to sign up for that, weren't you? Like, yeah. yeah. Like Madison Square Garden. But Eisenman's on a different, is a different right level. Sign up for a Bob Prober fight. I'm going to watch. Those right. were, sta- those <laughs> but you were sta- but those you were that sta- anymore. I know, but people like that. Like, but it's you used just- to have one on every team. You had a designated tough guy on every team, and yeah, they would yeah. just add that level of entertainment value. And clearly, got, they were okay with it for the most part. If they, have, they my, wouldn't be there. My first, line mates, my first line mates in the NHL are Broad Bay and George Peros. Oh. <laughs> but George Peros <laughs> went to Princeton. He didn't fight in college. He learned how quickly when he came out of college. Say, he did his best at the NHL level. <laughs> I know. That's, that's my point. You don't have yeah. to have it at a, okay. at a young well, level. Well, here, here's Stu Grimson's a lawyer, for God's sake. The Grim Reaper, one of the smartest yeah. guys you'll ever talk to. Ken Baumgartner, who I played with in Anaheim. Yeah. Just a – my God. Yeah, different times. Man, it's – it's. A, I, I do believe fighting will eventually in time – be a game misconduct in the NHL. I think that will eventually happen. Like it's already decreased. So much. Yeah. It's yeah. it's going yeah. to happen yeah. eventually. Um at the end of the day, it's it's it is bare knuckle fighting. And as much as it's entertaining, something very catastrophic will eventually happen. Well, it already has happened. It's just the senior league, Don Sanderson, uh I don't know how many years ago now. I remember having to talk to Chris Neal about it was in a senior game, he fell backwards, hit his head, and died after a fight. Well, here's here's other things, too. I played with a guy in the minors, great guy, another tough guy, Jim Cummins, oh. King Kong Cummins. Um, he fought so much his first year pro, he had to go to the hospital. He almost died because he punched a guy in the mouth, and his hand became infected because... I guess the human mouth, it's, uh, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's not a good thing. Like it's almost better to get bit by an animal, but he, uh, he went to the hospital and he, he almost died from infection. Um, there's, there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong in a fight. And like, people think that it's funny. People that go to a hockey game is like, wow, is that real? Are they like pretending? Is this WWE? No, no, it's real. <laughs> Brendan Lemieux. Yeah. 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 There you go. The chompers. Yeah. See, yeah. I would fight that guy. If you're going to bite me, then I want to feel your face in. Oh, Wally. I'd like to see Wally eh, coming in there. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I'd be behind fight. the guy. Wait, I'd be like, like, yeah, I'm coming Wally? for you. <laughs> yeah. your, your first fight, don't do Brendan with me, okay? <laughs> as soon as okay. I just get around... It's somebody. Kyle, Tur- Kyle Turris for you, bud. <laughs> Wallace Turris, I could see that. I think Wally could win that one. Wally oh. Turris. With my AG1, maybe. It's a hell of a pillow fight. Uh, I'll, du- <laughs> <laughs> I'll double it. Maybe one day we'll get into your fight with Kyle Turris. Um, Bob, you mopped, the fo- you mopped the floor with him, didn't you? Do you mop him up? Oh, well, you know, I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Wally? <laughs> I, I think? have to see the video again. Oh. Yeah, that was just the one on the ice. Where do you see the other fight? <laughs> see, yeah. Uh, all right. I'll put that in for the show on Thursday. Um, all right, boys. Uh, Bobby, safe travels back. Uh, good luck with your golf game, losing to people that clearly are better than you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yorkie, get to the doctor. Cairo. Cairo. 10, 1030 Cairo. Cairo. All right. See you, boys. Have a good one. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.